Welcome to the NLA Leadership Academy, presented by the National Leaderology Association, where we explore the art and science of leadership and elevate leaderology to empower individuals and cultivate thriving organizations. Every episode of this podcast features a distinguished member of our esteemed community sharing their unique perspectives on leadership. So prepare to be enlightened with valuable insights and empowering strategies. It's time to take back leadership. This is the NLA Leadership Academy. All right, so welcome back. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, listening in on on our conversations as we continue unpacking um, five leadership challenges. Uh, today, we're going to speak on navigating uncertainty and ambiguity. Now, that that's uh, three words or four words, but very powerful and. Uh, we can speak on this topic for a very long time. Uh, so when we talk about navigating uncertainty and ambiguity, Tanner, um, first thing that, 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 that comes to mind is uncertainty is inherent in today's business environment. Okay. I mean, that's just giving and everything that's going on and this that continues to go, go on in our society and our, in our world, especially in our country. How can leaders strike a balance between fostering a sense of stability within their teams and embracing the adaptability required to navigate uncertainty and ambiguity effectively? Well, so, I mean, as as a leader, it it is your responsibility to provide vision or to support Mm -hmm. the vision of the organization that you're in, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. With that vision, you have to you have to carry out the mission. And your team, the leaders that you lead and the team that, that your leaders lead, or if you are the direct leader of a team um, of, of frontline team members, you have to be the first one to say, this is the vision. These are the goals. Um, and then set the set the mission and directive towards that. Um you know, in, in times of uncertainty, and, and you hit the nail on the head, there's always going to be times of uncertainty. Yes. There's always going to be change. Oh, change is constant. Right. I mean, that's... Change, change is constant. So so your team looks to you as the leader for how do you handle those situations? Are you scattered? Mm-hmm. Are you stressed? Are you confident? Um, you know, and 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 you need to you need to to understand how you're going to present in those in those situations um so you know navigating uncertainty navigating ambiguity comes down to your own personal belief in what you're doing do you believe in what you're doing you know and and if you're uncertain about what you want to do if you're uncertain about your purpose your team's going to latch onto that and and they're going to be uncertain about what they're doing right if you show up and you're fake about what you're doing, right? You're just trying to sell the Kool-Aid, yeah. right? The team's going to latch onto that too. They're going to see right through it and, 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 and watch them fall away or watch them not be as productive as, as you expect them to be, right? Or you need them to be, right? So, so 
navigating uncertainty and ambiguity is is it's just like any other part of your life whether you're whether we're talking about business or whether we're talking about you know your your life outside of your business right do you believe in what you're doing yep if you don't believe in what you're doing then you need to find something else to do or you need to find a way to believe in it um because life is too short to live a life without purpose oh, oh without that i mean you you said so much oh my god <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start. Let's start here. Um, so, w when we talk about having the right mindset uh, as a leader, I, I, again, mm -hmm. just said so much. So, as a leader, we want to encourage a mindset that views uncertainty as an opportunity for growth. Ooh, yes. not a threat, right? Yes, not a threat. Uh, one of the thing, things that I've heard a lot later in my career, uh, because man, my first leadership role, holy crap. <laughs> What a learning experience. But later on, um, as I, I, as I got more professional experience, but also as I grew as, as a human being, as a person, as a person of faith, um, and did more studies, I, I understood that everyone looks to you but more so in times of uncertainty as a leader how do you carry yourself so the best one of the best compliments i've ever i mean i've gotten it multiple times in different in different organizations that i've worked at is that man you're like james bond boy you're so cool and collected no matter what's going on yeah Well, that's something that you learn through life as, as, because life is going to knock you, it's going to knock you out a few times. It's going to hit you hard, really hard. Life doesn't play. Now it's up to you how you deal with that. Are you going to be resilient? Mm. Resilience. It's, I mean, I think that's, if I had to describe myself in one word, That would be it. Mm. That's because of my upbringing and 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 the things that I had to um, go through those turbulent times. Uh, so when when we talk about uncertainty and ambiguity and how hard that is for a team, it's more so for the leader and how are they setting the tone. Because if in the middle of chaos, you see that person that is not rattled, your team is going to be like, well, okay. I mean, let's, let's, let's follow that person because, uh, we're going to get somewhere. Yeah. But if you see somebody that's rattled and this, you know, gets very emotional, very highs and lows doing times of uncertainty, uh, I don't know, um, if, People are going to be willing to follow that person. I mean, for sure, yeah. they're, they're going to mimic that behavior. You know, I mean, in the last in the last episode, we talked about emotional intelligence. And when you see somebody that has those high highs and lows, lows in, in the time in, in times of uncertainty, um, I think that goes back to that emotional intelligence piece. Oh, right? do, they do they have the emotional intelligence to handle themselves? In, in those times, in times of crisis or yeah. in times of uncertainty, in times of difficulties. And that maturity piece on the emotional intelligence. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. No, 
look, I love what you said. See uncertainty as an opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. That's a different mindset, right? That's a growth. That's a growth mindset. Yes. Right. That's, that's a, that's, that's an evolved leadership mindset, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, some people come to those under, come to that understanding earlier in their careers. Some people come to it later in their careers. Yes. Um, you know, having known you for, for a while now, I, I really like the, the James Bond, uh, reference, <laughs> you know, you, ve- you are very cool and collected under, under stressful situations. And I've seen you in some, some really stressful situations. Um, you know, I think one of the things that, that one of the most powerful things that you can bring as a leader in times of uncertainty is that level-headedness um and and that support to your team where you give them the freedom to make mistakes and to grow from it right because in times of uncertainty you're going to make mistakes right in times of ambiguity you're going to make mistakes because you know you don't know what the future holds yeah, you don't yeah. know if the decision that you're making is the right decision. So, you know, again, in the last last episode, we talked about people being inside of their box and giving them the opportunity to expand their box. Well, one of the only ways that you can expand your box is to know what you want and to know that you're going to make mistakes in it. I saw this uh, this diagram earlier today. It was a picture um, and it was of a series of circles being drawn. And at the very beginning was this haphazard circle. It, okay. Like the ends didn't meet and it, it wasn't perfect, right? The very last one was a perfect circle. And it said something to the effect of, in order to get to your desired results, your first effort is going to be a failure. Oh, <laughs> how do you succeed without failure? How do you succeed <laughs> without failure? How do you grow without failure? And how do you grow without uncertainty? With, without right. a doubt, <laughs> you know the 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 um the path to to the path to continued growth in in leadership is wrought with stumbling stones. Oh man, yes. You know you're gonna stumble. It's gonna be uncertain. You're gonna question yourself. You know that's where those positive mindsets come in. Yes. That's where that self awareness comes in. That's where those reaffirmations come in. That. You know, and, and I love that you mentioned faith because I'm, I'm, I'm a big man of faith, right? Like I believe that God puts me where I'm supposed to be. And, and in, in those, in those spaces, I know that God is going to be with me through every mistake that I make. Right. And he's going to use me, um, and grow me through those. You know, I, 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 we talked about positive mindsets also in the in the last uh, in the last episode and and being intentional about the things that you're doing in the morning. Like, how are you setting up your day? Right. Yeah. So one of the things that I do, the very first thing that I do besides make myself a cup of tea is, you know, I read my Bible and and I and I pray. You know, I meditate and I and I pray. And oftentimes in my prayers, I ask God to to refine me like precious metals. You know, to lately I've been asking him, you know, I've gone through a big refining process over the mm-hmm. course of the past six years. And, and, uh, so I've been asking him to polish me like those precious metals. You've taken the time to refine me, polish me, sharpen me. Um, you know, for a long time, um, I've prayed, you know, use me like clay on the potter's wheel, mold <laughs> me and shape me into the vessel that you want me to be. But lately I've been praying, you know, put me in the kiln, fire me. 
what is what is your desired outcome for me you know and and think about making pottery right like you're being spun around a lot you know sometimes you're gonna wobble and you're you know Mm -hmm. you're not gonna be shaped the way that you want to be and so you know you can you can get back on that wheel and, and be shaped again you know so without a without a doubt um it's so uh, it's so important that we have that i mean faith for me it's it's the same very similar yeah. um it, it, there there has to be purpose um to what i'm doing to what we do um but it, that goes back to one thing that i mean it just came to it just came to mind is that leaders are also responsible for creating a psychologically safe environment. Yeah. Right. So that, that, that is so crucial to this piece of, of navigating ambiguity and uncertainty. If you create that safe environment, um, then people are going to be okay with failing. People are going to be okay with truly bringing their authentic self. Mm-hmm. And how cool is that when you have a work environment where you are able to bring the authenticity every day, but knowing that, you know, it is a safe environment and that you're able to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, yeah w- w- one of the things uh, before I turn it over to you um, that, that I that I really uh, think about when, when we're talking about how do you create a psychological safe environment? What, the first thing that comes to mind is active listening, active listening as a leader. I mean, that's the number one skill you can have. Listen more, speak less. Yep. You know, I, I went through a, a, a coaching program um, and in the coaching program, they, they talked about, one of the most important things of active listening is to is to allow uncomfortable silences. Oh my god, man! And, hold, on, hold on a second, Tanner. Hold on, hold that thought for a second, dude. I mean, you're 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 gonna think I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little uh, crazy, but I was thinking about that this morning, and I wanted to bring that up to you that you know when you are comfortable, with someone that it's okay to have that uncomfortable silence and it's okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just had to say that because that was like, wow. Well, and, and, it, and it's true. You know, I mean, how often when, when we're coaching someone or we're guiding someone, we're leading someone, you know, we want to impart all of our knowledge and our ideas in, in, in positive ways onto, onto them. Right. Yes. We, and so in those conversations, you know, we'll, We'll ask them questions and then, you know, we don't give them time to be uncomfortable with the silence. You know, it will get silent and they're not responding. And so we'll start talking again. Right. And yes. and one of the most important things that we can do to help people grow is to not talk. Yes. And I don't mean and I don't mean like not talk, but, uh, you know, when when we really want someone to think through something and in the coaching program, what was, what was great is, you know, you would have these 30 minute or 45 minute coachings. Um, you know, you're not, it's not your job to get them to 
think like you do. It's your job to get that critical thinking piece going in them Yes, where they start going, okay, I'm coming through with these ideas, right? What do you think about this? How, what if I did this? How about that? And sometimes you have to just sit there in silence Yep. and, and it's awkward, right? It's weird. <laughs> um, you're like, okay, you're going to say something. You have to hold yourself back so much, but, but in those moments, that's where you can really get them to grow and you can get them to, to really start to open up and, 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 they can start to present with the ideas of of how do they how do they become comfortable with you enough to say okay here I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable with my ideas yes. tell me if it's a good idea or a bad idea yeah and 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 look vulnerability is 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 huge it's huge when we're leaders oh. right nobody nobody wants to be vulnerable no right? so, I, I, I had this thought come to my, come to my head, um, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, there's that, that saying of, uh, beware of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. I'm, I'm more concerned about the sheep and wolf's clothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm more concerned about the ones that, that they show up as powerful, but really they're more meek um on the inside and they're not willing to show that piece of themselves right that's what i want out of a leader i want that vulnerability i don't need wolves yep right not that i need sheep you know i'm not i'm not asking for sheep but i'm asking for i'm asking for that softness a little bit you know how do you let me see who you really are because i can build from that right if you know everything you're the most powerful person in the pack what am i going to do with that Right. That doesn't that doesn't help our team in any way. Right? What I what I need is that person that's going to be vulnerable and say, hey, you know what? I'm willing to put myself out here. I'm willing to make a mistake. I'm willing to own that mistake if I make it. Or. How about I'm willing to put myself out here and I've got this idea that may be outside of the box, but then it revolutionizes what you're doing. You know, Simon Sinek uses the great. um the great example of blockbuster versus Netflix. Yes. You know, and I, and I love that, that idea because the, the, the CEO of, of blockbuster recognized it, mm-hmm. you know, but he went into a room full of wolves, you know, that, that, that boardroom said we make 12% of our revenue off of late fees. They're wolves, right? They, they were more concerned, concerned about that than they were about saying, Hey, this guy's got an idea and he's recognizing something that's going on out here. Where's Blockbuster today? Yep. You know, Simon, Simon Sinek said so eloquently, but, um, you know, it, it, it's so true that vulnerability, that willing to, willingness to take a step back, you know, and, and present yourself authentically and, and, and vulnerably can change the game. It completely, it could completely change the game of what you're doing, of what you're, of what, of what your team's doing and what your leaders are doing. So giving leaders the opportunity to, to grow in that way. So much more than checks and balances and, you know, regimented, you got to do this and you got to do that. And we need these boxes checked off. I mean, look, we all have boxes that have to be checked off to, to get our organizations to do what they need to do. But are the, is that the most important thing? Not when growing leaders, no. that's management. That's managers. Yeah. You, they manage a process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not inspiring people at that point. Right. Um. So, Funny enough, uh, 
in our last episode, uh, uh, resilience was the word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in this episode, you just hit the nail on the coffin on vulnerability. So now we have, uh, in this second episode, vulnerability is the word. How cool is that? We, we, we build on, and as our discussions go, we, we come up with a word for, for each episode. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, um, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, by modeling vulnerability and resilience from the previous episode, leaders can contribute to an atmosphere where team members feel safe mm-hmm. to express their concerns, share ideas, which only thrive organizations, and are able to collaborate effectively. How cool is that when you can create that type of atmosphere in an organization? Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, so, those those are the those are the organizations that that people get behind, right? Those are the ones that they they have a passion and a purpose that that you know people want to work for, people want to support, people want to buy into their product. Yeah, yeah with that a doubt. So with with that, we're um, we're gonna leave you all uh, our our second episode here in speaking uh, navigating uncertainty and ambiguity. Uh, please uh, continue to listen in. Uh, next is gonna be a really fun topic where we get to address conflict and manage difficult relationships. Mm, and Tanner uh, myself. Tons of experience with, with this topic. Uh, y'all have a safe one. Thanks. Have a blessed day.